All right. Hey, hey, Torch Moms. We're back with another episode on the Torch Mom podcast. Tonight, we have Chanel Burt, a Torch Mom taking on risk and crushing hate daily. All right. Let's get this Torch Talk started. Hey, Chanel, how are you? I am good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so yeah. much for asking. And thank you so much for joining us this evening. Well, thanks so much for Let's having me. Let's jump into these questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's time to get this party started. We're not wasting no time, okay? I see. I see. <laughs> All right. So my first question for you is, what aspects of your upbringing and surroundings do you believe have shaped your identity and values as a powerful mother? Oh, man, I think, well, I'll just say growing up, my parents were divorced and I kind of looked at my life for how things were for me and learned what I didn't want to do as a parent, per se, what I didn't want to do as a mom, um, taking the good and I don't want to say bad, but there were just things that I learned. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I want to be better with this. I want to be better with that. And so for me, like give you an example. Um, not too long ago, I wrote down these goals. And one of the goals for me was to make sure that I said, I love you to my kids every day. Okay. And the reason being is because my mom doesn't say that to me every day. Like I wasn't used to her saying that. And it's so crazy because me and my mom are so close, like sisters. My mom had me very young. She was 16 and we kind of grew up together, I guess. But it's that one thing that I knew I felt like was really important for me to do with my kids that I didn't get because it's really affected me in different ways, not really thinking about it. You know what I mean? And so I look at how I was brought up and the environment. I was raised in Baltimore City. And so I was always at my mom's salon after school. And, you know, I just wanted to be that mom that could be more, I guess, involved um, with my children because my mom had to work. You know, she had to work. I would catch the bus home by myself. I would be home by myself. I was doing stuff I ain't supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? And so I um, I just kind of looked at that and said, I just don't want to be like that for my kids. I want to be around. Like I tell my kids now, like I'm always here. So you can't, you know, you ain't going to get this past me. You ain't going to get that past me or whatever. But I just thought certain things were important. And I kind of looked at um, what I didn't have more so as far as what I wanted to give. You know what I mean? Like, it was a lot of good, too. I don't want to seem like it wasn't. But I, I tend to have focused more on the lack thereof mm -hmm. to try to give more of that. You know what I'm saying? To my children, myself. So... You know, that's how I kind of look at my upbringing and how it's affected me and how it, you know, like made me who I am today. As far as a mom, I looked at it more so like that, I would say. 
Well, you definitely shaped it around. I love that. You shaped it around for your babies. You know, you already had it set in stone of how you were going to go about it. And that's super cool. You know, you ran right with it. So, yeah. that's dope. You know, it's... Um, you know, can I you think share tries to, um, a memorable think moment or... It's, it's like it's like lagging a little bit. I'm sorry. So we kind of catching up with each other. Okay. All right. So I'll give a little pause in there. Sounds good. Yeah, perfect. Okay. So could you share a memorable moment in the pregnancy journey that had a significant impact on your perspective and approach to motherhood? All right, you got to say that one more time because it like broke up a little bit. Is it good for you now? All right, go ahead. So what did you say? Could you share a, a memorable moment or experience from your pregnancy journey that had a significant impact on your perspective and approach to motherhood? Oh, girl, I have... <laughs> so I have four kids so let me go back to the first one okay um the first one i would say um really had a big impact on my perspective because when i got pregnant i knew we weren't going to be together um my daughter's dad and i we were married but it was so crazy because when we got pregnant with her, I was kind of out of the marriage already. And it's so, it was really crazy is I lost the baby before her. Okay. And so for me, I think I was wanting to get that experience. I was wanting to get pregnant again. I was wanting to have a child. So even though I knew we weren't going to be together. Like that was already in my mind. And I remember even saying when I got pregnant, I told my mom, I'm like, this doesn't mean we're staying together. Like I'm, I'm done. Right. So I think that pregnancy was a lot different than my other ones. And so with that though, it was kind of like, um, my approach to motherhood was going to be like, I knew he would be around, but if not, like, let me just do what I need to do for my daughter. Let me do what I need to do as a parent, which was any and everything I could possibly do because he may not be in the picture at all. Right. So I had to be everything I thought. I thought I was going to have to be everything um, as far as, you know, just raising in the, in the same house and all of that stuff. Like we are different. Her dad and I, all of it, it's just different. So I was looking at, okay, this is going to be on me. 
I'm going to have my support system, whatever they may look like, but I just got to do what I got to do. But then my husband, who I'm married to now, we got together when my daughter was nine months old. So he's really been around in her life since then. So I didn't have to do it on my own. I didn't have to be everything. I wasn't that single mom um, like people, I guess, thought I was because he was right there. So that was really my perspective going into it because I thought it was going to be that way. But then it wasn't. And so obviously, you know, for my other three kids, I'm happily married. He's right there. Like it was just a difference in how I thought I was going to have to go about being a mom because I knew I was going to have someone right there. So, you know, it was it was just different. But it was still I was still blessed, you know, I was still blessed to have that support from my mom and, you know, his parents and all of that good stuff because her dad went away. He um, took a job in Afghanistan. So he was gone for like two years where she wasn't around. So she was really around my, you know, husband and all of that. So, you know, that was that was the I think a pivotal or significant point in my you know, um, when I was pregnant the first time versus the other three times because of my relationship that I was in. So it was different. Wow. Amazing journey. Amazing journey. Were there any challenges you faced as a mother that had a profound impact on your professional and personal growth? Oh, girl, listen. <laughs> I would say that mom guilt <laughs> that I think all of us feel um, when you are trying to pursue success or any type of goals that you have for yourself, you have this mom guilt. Uh, I, I think everybody has that, right? Like, are you sacrificing too much time with your kids just to go after something, right? Like, because we all know you can't get that time back. You can't get experiences back, right? So that definitely had an impact on my um, personal and professional growth because I would kind of beat myself up a lot about, you know, um, not being around like, like I should be, you know, I guess what we think we should be doing, even though my lifestyle was different because of the different type of business I'm in, but I would look at, oh man, I should be home by a certain time every night. You know, I should be putting my kids to bed. I should be cooking dinner every day. I should be there, you know, um, you know, to make breakfast and fix lunches and do all this stuff. And, you know, I got to a place where I was okay. Where I was professionally, I was okay making money to pay people to do certain things so I could spend my time differently with my kids. Okay. So although I wasn't always around like some other parents, then, I was around at times like other parents couldn't be. You see what I'm saying? Because 
of what I decided mm-hmm. to do, what I decided to build for my family. So the mom guilt, though, is still there. You know, I have grown kids. I have a six, 10, 12, and 16-year-old. And even when I'm building my brand, when I'm building my, you know, business, it's still there because I'm like, man, instead of me being on this Zoom call, maybe I should be going to talk to my teenager about her day. You know, instead of me going out traveling for my business, maybe I should be here to support my kid when he didn't have a good baseball game that day. You know what I mean? So I think it's all there still. Like, I don't think it goes away. And I think um, we think it's supposed to, but it's okay that it doesn't, right? Because that really shows that as a parent, as a mom, you still care about what you know is important to you, right? Like that is the number one important thing to me, my family, no matter what other successes or accomplishments I have, that's the number one thing. So if that's my priority, it'll always be some type of mom guilt or spouse guilt too, you know, if I'm not feeling like I'm giving my all to them when I want to give my all to something else at times, you know. So I think that has definitely had an impact on my personal and professional. I think all of us can say that, you know what I mean? So I don't think nobody is different when it comes to that. Nope, because I'm definitely not. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not. And for the end of season two, for my listeners, we're having a group discussion on mommy guilt. Mm. It's going to be a deep conversation. Um, it has to happen because mm-hmm. we we hold ourselves accountable for so many things due to society. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why we really can't be in touch with our inner choices. Mm-hmm. Right. It's masked by what's going on in the outside world. So we'll definitely be having a conversation about that group discussion, 11-29-2023. So stay tuned you know, for that, you guys. Yeah, and that's why I say what we think we're supposed to be doing, because it's all about society, right? But all of us, we do different things. So it's okay if you're your presence is different than some other moms in their child's life because you may do two different things. You know, you may be able to be there when she can't and vice versa. But as long as your kids, I believe, feel like even though you're doing something for them, as long as they feel like they are still the most important, you know, it's harder on us than it is for them. You know what I mean? When I was building my business, I remember one of my kids, they would be like, why do you have to do another meeting? Why do you have to leave? Why do you have to leave? And I would feel so bad. But then I would call home. Five minutes later, they were fine. They weren't even thinking about me. But I was like emotion, almost in tears because I'm feeling so bad that I had to leave to go do something. But they could care less. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's it's definitely hard. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it is for them. It's super crazy because, like you said, you be gone. Next thing you know, they painting and you know watching their favorite TV show, right. and you sitting there talking to them, and they just like, uh huh, mommy. Yeah, yeah, mommy. <laughs> 
So yeah, I definitely can relate. And I only have one, you know, but she is right here to the hip. It's 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 none of that. Yeah. Everything is mommy, where you going? What you doing? Why you doing that? How long you gonna be gone? You coming home now? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you definitely yeah. feel it, you know, mm-hmm. once they say those things to you. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to this next question. How did you find your passion? Well, let's go with this one. I'm going to come back to that one later. What's your favorite part of being a mother? Huh. I think... (laughs) What's my favorite part? I think... I think learning unconditional love. I think that's been my favorite part, especially as my kids are growing now. I think I am learning how to love unconditionally more than I learned that with my husband. You know, because... I think when you are in relationships, like you say, you know, it's unconditional, but we even realized we had some conditions. Like if you do this, I'm out. You know what I mean? Like if, if you do this, I'm done. But with our kids, there is no out. There is no, you know, no matter what, just like, you know, God forgives us. We have to give, forgive them. Like God is our father. We are their parent. You know, like it is, it is, that has been probably my favorite part as I'm growing and as they're growing. And this moment, I can say my favorite part is really learning how to love unconditionally because my kids are teaching me that because it's a lot. And I, you know, it's like, I can't get away. I can't, you know, I can't get away. I can't do anything. But no matter what happens, they still require my love for them. Even though I might not like them at the time, I might not like what they're doing. I might be disappointed. I might have all of these different types of feelings. But no matter what, I still have to love them. And so I think that's my favorite part because it's teaching me a lot about me and making me really grow and love like God wants us to love. So I think Mm -hmm. that's been my favorite part in this moment, in this, I guess, season, as we all say, um, that's been the favorite part for me. You know? Well, that's 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 different. That's different. <laughs> and that's definitely different. Yeah. You know, I like being um I like being a friend to my kids. You know how we say, I ain't your little friend, right? But I do I like being friends with my kids. I like that my daughter can talk to me. I like that my son can talk to me. You know, I like that we can talk about whatever. So I really like that part about it too, because that's just how our family is. We're pretty close. 
And um, yeah, I like that. I like that about it as well. You know, some people, they, you know, people get me when they say that to their kids, like, I'm not your friend, you know, I'm this, but I want to be both, you know, as long as they know. I remember growing up, my mom, because we were so cool, she would be like, listen, I'm your mother, you know what I mean? Because it was, since we were so close, since my mom was so young, having me, sometimes mm -hmm. I forget, you know what I'm saying? Like, my mouth would forget, <laughs> and I'd be like, all right, this ain't my sister right now. Like, she really <laughs> let me bring it back. So, you know, but she is my best friend. And I I like that part of it, too, that I can be like that for my kids. Yeah, because I'm definitely my baby's friend. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I have to tell her, you know, save that for your close, your close people when you go <laughs> on the other side. Right. <laughs> Um, what does torch mom mean to you? Oh my gosh, a mom that is a boss and on fire. You know, my husband, he was like, I was telling him I was gonna be on this, and he was like, Torch mom, like, what what does that mean? Like, what is it? I'm like, a mom boss, you know, like that's that's what I see when I see those words, and you know, that can be a boss in different facets right so for me if i said mm -hmm. well i'm a torch mom you know like i am a boss i am on fire and passionate about every facet of what i am doing in life as a mom as a businesswoman as you know everything and so it's just about making things happen getting it done you know like that posture that confidence like that's what I see when I see that word, you know what I mean? Blazing the trails, you know, like just being that girl, you know what I mean? Like that's what I see. And that's what, that's what that word um, is defined as for me. So that's why I was so excited to be on here. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be on the Torch Mount podcast. And, you know, like, you know, I am, I love women winning. So that's my thing. Okay. So that's my thing. The W3 mm -hmm. network for women winning worldwide. Okay. That's just three W's. That's what it is. So if people ask W3 is really women winning worldwide. And so I am so passionate about women winning. Okay. Whether you're a mom or not, whether you're a businesswoman in corporate, what, no matter what, I love seeing women win. I love women that are confident that have that posture about themselves, that believe in themselves, that, you know, um, just blow past any types of fears, you know, like don't let fear stand in their way and just do things scared and just make it happen and make a name for themselves, right? So I, I love that. And that's what I saw and saw in alignment with this podcast for me to be on here. Um, so yeah, so that's what I think, you know, you tell, look, why don't you tell us, tell me, tell me what, you know, you said a torch mom is. <laughs> Listen, you said it all for me. You said it all for me. Sometimes I'm feeling you're reading my captions on my post, honestly. <laughs> so you said it all for me. That's what I want it to be. Yeah. That's exactly what I want it to be. Cause that's exactly what it's about. And you know, it's for moms only because we need to take over. We need to take over. 
you know, we are the ones that's definitely making it happen, you know? You know, that's I was watching, honestly speaking. Yeah, I was watching something and we were talking, they were talking about um, like stay at home moms, right? Like I love recognizing stay at home moms too, because I believe you don't, they, they don't really get a lot of recognition, right? So they were, I was watching something, they were talking about how many hours does a stay at home mom really work? Right. And it was like 96 hours or something, you know, like crazy. See, I'm not the stay at home mom. I'm not like, I look, you know, everything isn't for everybody. Right. So that's not me. My kids are like, why don't you just homeschool? Nope. (laughs) Nope. That's that. I can't do that. Like, I tried, like, the pandemic girl. Listen, (laughs) pandemic had me like drinking straight. You hear me? Trying to be the mom, trying to be. Trying to be the, the the assistant in school for my different kids' classes. And listen, I that's just not who I am. But I lo- I love recognizing school home moms because it's so much work in being a mom. You know, I was watching some the other day, and they were saying like, "We are the busiest people. Moms are the busiest people. You know, we just have so much going on." So. Um, just a mom in itself, I, I just I just give a lot of credit to anyone that has gone through the experience, anyone that has taken on um, a child that they didn't necessarily give birth to, but they are a mother too. You know, like it just mm-hmm. takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work on yourself. It takes a lot of love, that unconditional, like I was talking about. And um, it just takes a lot of, of, of growth for you to raise someone else, especially today. Mm-hmm. I was telling my mom, you know, it's, it's just different, right? Mm-hmm. Like it is different raising kids today um, versus when we were coming up. It's just a lot of other mm-hmm. to deal with right now. And my head just goes off to any any mom, anybody, any mom. Look, everybody should be considered a torch mom for real because it's just so. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes, yeah. just mm-hmm. to be. Because that's what it is over here. Everybody is a torch mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to have that title in itself, it's a blessing. It's an honor. It's a job, though. You know, and when you. When you take that job seriously, it's just, it's a lot. And I think more moms should be recognized more than they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I thank you so much for giving the stay-at-home moms and all the moms their credit dues. And thank you for giving it to me as well, because I'm a homeschool mom. And I love it. I love it. So... That time with her is is deep for me. And, and she's teaching me too. So I get to learn with her, you know, unlearn and relearn with her. So that's a blessing in itself. Yeah. So how did you get started as an entrepreneur? Hmm. So what I did, what I think everybody that's, is thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, but doesn't really know 
how to start a business, doesn't know what they really want to do. I started in network marketing and I love promoting network marketing because if people really understood what network marketing is all about, it's not about just selling a product, it's not about just promoting a service, it's really about the end all goal of having a life of choices and options. And so I took advantage of a network marketing business where it was low startup costs, low overhead, and I could get personal and um, professional development, but I would get paid as I grew. OK, because this is a type of industry that as you continue to grow, then your income will grow with you. You cannot remain the same and make a lot of money in this industry. OK, so I was an engineer before I got started in my business almost 17 years ago. And so got involved with the business. I was making money right away. And within 18 months, I was able to walk away from my job as an electrical engineer, I was designing missiles for the military. And so for the last 15 and a half years, I have been full time in my network marketing business. And so what that does is it gives entrepreneurial minded people an opportunity to really take ownership of their life. They can build a business, they can help other people, they can help people. So I'm in a service-based company. I can help people save money on everyday bills, right? But I can also teach other people how to do it. And that's one of the big things I love about the network marketing industry, because as an engineer, I couldn't teach anybody else how to do that. Um, they had to go learn for themselves. And it's so different from traditional business. Okay? Traditional business, you have the headaches of employees and payroll and you know, all this stuff. But in a network marketing company, the ownership team deals with all that, right? So you're not really starting a business from scratch. Now, Women Winning Worldwide, the W3 network, I am starting, I have started that from scratch. So I have had to learn a lot of the ins and outs of running a business, a traditional business of building a brand, the legal stuff behind it, you know, um, marketing. Um, having some type, having help. Okay. Like you can't build something. You don't have to build something by yourself. So it's really about, you know, um, all of that wrapped up in one. So that's how I started on my entrepreneurial journey, getting involved with the network marketing business. And I would tell anybody that is thinking about entrepreneurship, doesn't really want to leave their job right away or just wants to take a leap of faith and just bet on themselves. That's what I feel like entrepreneurship is, is really betting on yourself, right? You, nobody's telling you what to do every day. Nobody, you know, can make you do anything. It's all up to you. So if you want to eat, you have to build, right? Like if you want to take care of your family, then you have to put in the work. So if anybody is thinking about starting a business, doesn't know how, doesn't know about startup capital, doesn't really have any money, a lot of money to do that, I would encourage you to look at a network marketing business um, because I think it's just, I think it's the perfect opportunity for anybody 18 and up to start something, to learn those types of skills, to really go out and do other things that you want to do. 
So since I've had success in my business, it's allowed me to do W3. You know what I mean? It's allowed my husband and I and some friends, we have started developing an app. You know, it's allowed us to do different things because we've made money there. So that's how I really started. I was introduced to the industry from a friend, like most people are, but I just love it. I just love my time, my life, my results. You know what I mean? And it's all about really helping other people succeed in order for yourself to succeed. So that's why I really love this industry. And um, I would encourage anybody to really, you know, look into it and find somebody that knows what they're doing. Find find a business that you love that, you know, is in alignment with what you like to do. I love saving money. If you ever follow me, I'm always talking about saving money, flying spirit, you know, like, like I love, I'm talking, I'll be now, like, I listen, I will teach you how to save some money, okay? I'm a big believer that even if you make a lot of money, you don't have to spend it. So yeah. my business is perfect for me because I help people save money on stuff, on their everyday mm-hmm. essential bills, right? So find something that you like and go for it. Just go for it, you know? If you help enough people, then you will have the success that you're looking for for you to now do the things you're really passionate about. So that's that's how I started, and I love it, and would encourage anybody to do that. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I'm definitely with you on that. That's how I gained my business mindset to even want to create my own legacy for my family mm-hmm. is through network marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would encourage. Even the stay-at-home moms, you know, that yep. want to take a next step of leap of faith, do that. And yep. like you said, find something that resonates with you. Yep. And yep. it will definitely work out for you yep. if that's what you desire. As right. I tell my listeners all the time, right. everything you desire, you already have it. Mm-hmm. It's for you to open up and release it to yourself. Yep. You yep. work and you got it. That's it. See, that's the thing. People just don't want to do the work. And you know, people say, well, this didn't work for me, or you know, these things don't work. It listen, I am living proof that it works. You just have to put in the work. I am, I've been involved with my business. I'm coming up on 17 years. There are a handful of women at the top of my company. I am the only black woman at the top of my business. And so what is it what does it mean if it's an equal opportunity? It just means that everybody doesn't want to put in the work. Okay. And some people are putting in the work. The paperwork just hasn't caught up to them yet. Okay. So I know people that are going for it. And that's so exciting because I love seeing women get to the top of this. But a lot of times people don't want to put in the work, whether it's um a business or climbing a corporate ladder, whatever the case, people just want the success, but they don't want the process. And so unfortunately, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to, you have to go through the process in order for you to get the results that you're looking for. So it works. They all work. I know people in different companies and you just got to find the one that you, um, Mm -hmm. that you're about. Because the difference between me and somebody else where you would say, oh, those things don't work. The difference with me is I just talk about it 
because you can't fail in my industry, you can only quit. Okay. So, and quitting just means you just stop talking about it. So, I just quit and talk about it. So, I just building because I love it. Trust the process. Mm -hmm. Trust the process. And that's do the work, but you have to trust the process. Do you believe in what you're doing? Or, and some people, they're just looking into certain things that they become a part of just for the money. Mm-hmm. It's longevity for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The money is going to come with it regardless. Mm-hmm. If you're doing it, if you're doing it right. right. <laughs> it's going to come with it regardless. You know, that, that was told to me it's when, longevity I started, um, when I started going to college. So when I, when I chose my major for engineering, they said, do not do this for the money. Like they were like, you don't get involved with engineering for the money. Right. But for me, I was doing it for the money. Okay. I was like, I like making things work. (laughs) I'm doing this because they make a lot of money. I liked math. I like science, but I was still doing it for the money. So when I started making more money or time doing my business, I was out. You know what I mean? Like that was, I was like, all right, then, (laughs) you know what I mean? And I just wasn't, I guess I wasn't that real engineer. I don't know, but I did that for the money. This though, I did it for the, I I initially started, most people start initially for the money because they are excited about the possibilities. And that was me, but it's become so much bigger than just the money, you know? And when you keep going, you'll see that it's much more than that. I mean, I'm a completely different person than I was 17 years ago. I mean, would I have still grown? Yeah. But the types of leadership training and development that I've received having to grow in this type of industry, second to none. You know, it's really no price on the type of leadership development that has been poured into me over the last several years. I mean... And it, it it flows over into my kids, too, you know, because both myself and my husband are in the same industry. So they have picked up on different, you know, mindset training and different skills and stuff that we've learned just because of what we've had to go through to grow through um, in our company. So I would encourage anybody. So stay at home moms, any, any, any mom, any you you want to earn some extra income to bring into your household. That's a, a great, great way to put your like toe dip into entrepreneurship. Yeah. And that's super dope that you have it going on in one household with you and your spouse. So that's cool. And I'm thankful that my spouse took the ride along with me, you know. So everybody doesn't get to have that. So don't worry about that. Just know that you can do it because me and her, we're doing it separately. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes it's some competition over here. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's all love. <laughs> it's all love. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's the same thing. Same, look, it's the same thing. Same thing over here. But my husband loves it because I'm a part of his team. So he makes money all he tells everybody he makes money off of me and he does and that's okay but um it's still a little competition yeah. in my house too <laughs> yeah yeah 
It's the competition, baby. And it gets fiery up in here. It gets fiery. <laughs> oh. Okay. So you've been featured in Success From Home magazine. Could you tell us about a significant milestone or achievement in your entrepreneurial career that led to that recognition? Oh, man. Well, I would say, well, it's really a team. It's, it's really about myself and my husband. Um, we are outside of me. My biggest accomplishment in my journey has been me becoming the first and only Black female at the top of our company. Um, we are in 27 different countries, and we've been around since 1993. So that is huge. But the biggest thing was me and my husband, though, we're the only couple in our business where both of us individually earned the top position in our company in 27 countries and in 30 years. So because of us together, we were both in Successor Home Magazine. And, um, you know, it's really just been a team effort with me and him. You know, I can't take all of the credit for that. Even though I've had my own separate accomplishments, it's really been about us together. And um, yeah, and it's just really about helping other people. You know, like I was saying, that's what our industry is all about. And so that's really what led us to be one of the features. And because um, we were on the cover, we've been in Successful Home Magazine multiple times, but us being on the cover was a big, big deal. And we were selected among um, some other, I don't know how many other people, but it was really because we could help people succeed in our company. That's really it. You know, that's how success is measured here. And how many other people succeed. And that's why we love the business. My husband always says we're not done until we're all done. And it's so, so true. You know, anybody that wants to succeed, we want to take them under our way. We want to show them step by step where we are in less time because they don't have to go through our mistakes. And, you know, we just love it. My husband used to be a school teacher. So naturally he loves teaching other people. And um, for me, you know, like I said, I was all about the money. So I'm money motivated and I <laughs> love helping other people make more money because I know that people, yeah. life is different when you have money, you know, down to what you're eating on a day-to-day -day basis, right? So your zip code is based on the type of money you have. You know, your kids' schools, their everything is based on the type of money you have. So if I can help someone bring in extra income for their family, that's what I want to do. And both myself and my husband, we pride ourselves in just like putting the focus on other people. And, you know, we'll always have whatever we need. So. So that's that's what really led us to that accomplishment. But it was definitely a, a team between myself and my husband. And it's exciting. Super dope. Congratulations to you guys. Congratulations to you guys. That's amazing. That's amazing. And it's nothing else to be said along with that. That's amazing. Power couple. Thank you. I like it.
I like it. With your mission, um, the W3 Network, LLC, excuse me, is to empower and encourage women, as you said. Can you share a personal story or experience that inspired this mission? Oh, my goodness. So going back to my business, okay? Because remember, I told you my success led me to be able to do this, right? So as I was like pursuing um, the top position in our company, I kept saying, man, it's not that many women at the top, okay? So what can I do? to help more women win big here, okay? So I started this Women Winning Wednesday call every single week for four years. If I couldn't do it, like we might've taken off because of a holiday or something like that. But for four years straight, we did a Women Winning Wednesday call where I would reach out to different women that in certain positions in the company they may not have ever trained on the stage, but they had a story to tell. They had their story and they had a training within themselves to teach other people how they had success, right? And I felt like they could be more relatable than somebody like me who was already there, okay? So I did that for four years. And listen, I loved it. I miss doing it too, but I loved it because I would reach out to the person. They'd be like, oh my gosh, this is Chanel Burt. Like it was just so exciting. Like some people would just be screaming on the phone. They would be crying. Like they couldn't believe, like I would be calling them. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm calling you. Like, why not you? You know what I mean? Like, come on, like you're doing it, right? So they had to get ready. It was, and I would call them of and if somebody saw my number they would be like freaking out it was so crazy and you know god gave me a vision that this was much bigger than just the women in my company okay it was much bigger than that it was it was more about showcasing other women in different industries that i what i say is these are women whose names the world may not speak until now. So I have been on a mission to really highlight and showcase women who may be overshadowed by the more popular. I heard that on um, Instagram one time, somebody said, the days of hard workers being overshadowed by the more popular need to come to an end. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is the vision God gave me. Like, this is what I want to do. Because I turned that call into a talk show podcast okay and we're like we pause right now we're like getting guests and stuff together whatever we actually go and visit you know women that are entrepreneurs and corporate leaders and philanthropists homemakers women in sports like we want to highlight these women winning that may be the girl next door that might have the secret to take your life to the next level but you don't know it right because she's not a celebrity right? So we created this platform to high achieving women, this this stage per se, to really share their story and how they got into these spaces, how they were able to gain capital, how they were able to network to get the connections that they had, how they and it's a diverse community that we are featuring because you know I am a black woman. I love Mm -hmm. being a black woman. I love black women, right? 
But I believe that there are women in different cultures that don't necessarily look like me, talk like me, but they want to see me win. And I want to see them win. And we might have resources to help each other win. You know, I have access to the same resources that you would have. You can help me. So let's all help each other. So I'm creating this. This was the vision God have, has given me. I am so, so passionate about it. We have so many things in store where we have the show, the, you know, podcast. We have events. We have um our uh, nonprofit foundation, we just um, finalized forming that W3 Cares. You know, we have so much that we want to do to empower, encourage, and more importantly, equip more women to rise. And I say rise stands for reach their individual success and elevation because everybody doesn't want to be a business owner, everybody doesn't want to be at the top of a corporate ladder. Everybody doesn't want to do these things, but there are women winning in all these different industries that we don't know about. But let's say, you know, women on business, you know, on the show on a different platform versus just social media because they didn't have money for advertising. But we get to give free advertising. What if we could have saved that business from shutting down during the pandemic? You know what I mean? Like, what if we could just help everyone get one more customer to gain more revenue, to hire more staff, to help change can create jobs for our communities? You know what I mean? So we have so many different things. And it's just spearheaded from this call that I was doing for four years. You know, my pastor would say, when you see the number four <laughs> in the Bible or an occurrence of the number four, that means something supernatural is going to happen. And so coming up on my four-year anniversary, everything just started lining up for me to take it to the next level with this show and everything else. I'm just excited about like collaboration. That's, that's all I talk about because... Um, we all have our gifts, and I just read the other day that when God gifts you something, He doesn't ungift you. Okay, so make sure y'all pay attention to what I'm saying. When He gives you something, He doesn't take it away from you. So all of us have something, and we can help each other. You know, we can help each other win. We can help each other take our lives to the next level in different areas. You know, so yeah, this. This is what this is what has happened, and I'm just like so excited. Like, it is mine, you know. Like I can, I can create it how I want. Yeah, all of that, and it's just, I just love it. I love women winning, and that's what W three is. Like I said, women winning worldwide. So y'all make sure y'all follow the W three network because we have a lot of things coming up. Yes. So you guys stay tuned, follow, support, and collaborate. Collaborate mm -hmm. and connect with one another so we can get this major deal up and out there stronger because it's coming. Mm -hmm. You know, as you're talking about it, I can feel it with you, you know? Mm -hmm. So I thank you for making such 
a wonderful network community for us women. Yeah, I am. I am excited about it growing. I'm excited about um, it's, you know, I call it like an unconventional business, an unconventional, uh, I guess, network. I don't know. Like my partner, like I'm a like a young black girl. My partner is an older white woman. You know what I mean? Like, but we love each other. Mm-hmm. Together. You know what I mean? Like I just like we are just so in sync with like everything that's going on, and we feel the exact same way about all the different plans that we have and our goals and the people that we want to help. And you know, it's all about connecting, collaborating, and celebrating the achievements of women. And um, I just can't wait until things start coming out as you know we just everything starts to unfold so it's exciting we love this journey that we're on we're learning a lot together we're learning about um you know each other and it's it's just been a great great partnership and um you know even our nonprofit side of things because that's that's very important to me i grew up in an environment especially with my business being involved for so long I've been in a diverse environment and we also, although we make money, we give back a lot. And that is very important. So that's just the type of business model that we wanted to come up with. We took a lot from what we've learned in the past. So it's exciting. It's a lot, you know, like I'm doing that. I'm doing everything. My my husband, my kids, my um network marketing business my w3 um network like it's it's a lot but you know like when god is telling you to do something like you can't run away from it you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. if god gives you the vision he'll give you everything you need to fulfill it that's all i keep trusting on the days i'm tired like t-i-d-e in caps tied Okay, that's all I keep thinking. <laughs> so like, I'm supposed to do it. You know, I'm supposed to do it. So, taught me to do it. So, I'm going to do it. And just like you, you know, yeah, it's no now. You just went for it and you're going for it, right? And you're putting women on this platform so that they can have a voice. And well, they have a voice, but you're putting them on a platform for them to share their voice and to give their voice life to inspire and help other people. And, you know, for you to just go for it, I commend you because a lot of people just don't do that. They don't they don't go for it and they want everything to be perfect because that's how I was, too. But you just got to do it just you know, start by starting, right? Like that, you can relate to this. Just start by starting. Yep. Everything else will fall mm-hmm. into place. And yep. here you are. You know, you have no idea whose life you're changing by having this type of platform for people. So I commend you. And I know people will get so much value out of this and, you know, wanting to be on and wanting to collaborate with you and wanting to spotlight you as well. And, you know, you have no idea what's going to be in store for you just starting. And that's what people got to think about. Just start. And you have no idea what doors are going to open for you. So I can't wait to see where the Torch Mom podcast grows into. You know, I I can't wait. 
Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate your words of encouragement. You know, because like you said, I just did it messy. I, you know, because I'm a perfectionist up until today. Okay, as you guys could see when you with my listeners, you know, the lagging. You oh, we could tear you up inside. You know, when you go back to edit, you like, what's up? But guess what? <laughs> but guess what? It's the message. It's the importance of what's truly going on, you know? And that's going to be heard regardless of what's going on. So and you I'm know, sure it's so I keep funny. that in my mind for every episode. Yeah, it's so funny when, like, you know, it's so funny when we, like, do stuff. Like, we have to record for um, my business sometimes. And I swear, when you try to record and edit, like you try to be so perfect. But this, like when people see you mess up, that's the true authenticity that people need to see. People need to see that they just need to do it anyway. It doesn't matter how perfect it is or how much of a mess it is. Like you said, it's the message that's the message that's being told. It's the words that are going to be inspiring and motivating for somebody else to just go for whatever they've been thinking about. And instead of thinking so much, they just put some action behind their thoughts and their words, right? So all of us are probably like, like there's somebody that's going to be listening and it's like, man, I was trying to, you know, I wanted to make this post, but I was trying to do this like that. That's how I am. Sometimes I don't even make a real or post. I just be like, man, forget it. Because I try to get things all right and timed and all this stuff. And then it's not right. And I'm just like stuck. Right. You know, you get stuck and therefore you don't do anything, but you need to do something. Just do something. Mm -hmm. No matter what it is, it can be a mess. Just be, just be your self. Yeah. People need to see that. People need to see more of that actually, instead Mm -hmm. of just edited versions and the, you know, perfect Mm -hmm outcomes they need to see sometimes the behind the scenes stuff so that they can see it's okay to do it a mess they just gotta start by starting and just do it anyway yeah yes because i'm telling you like i said when it comes to the editing i just be like look we're not doing this it's about to go on youtube this gonna be missing and all now just do it (laughs) and then you know sometimes the lagging is going on while you're having your episode and then when you listen to it it's just perfect yeah like yeah that's god for me that's my dad up there coming through on the back end okay front back side side everywhere (laughs) so i'm thankful regardless yeah yeah okay so Let's get into these questions again. What values or principles do you prioritize, excuse me, in your role as a mother? And how do they align with your business leadership? Okay. I would say... I prioritize integrity and honesty, number one, and number two. You know, integrity and honesty, we have that in our home. Like with my kids, it's don't lie to me. It might be hard. I might not like it. 
but don't lie to me. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to get through it together, but you can't lie because then I'm going to think you're a liar. You know what I mean? I'm not going to trust you at all. So if I don't trust you, we're going to have a problem. So it's the same thing that has translated into my business, just operating with integrity and honesty. There are going to be some tough conversations sometimes, tough situations sometimes, but you have to just be honest and, and operate with integrity. And those are the values that I prioritize, whether it's in my home or business. But I think those are the most important, you know? Because how can you operate anything? How can you operate, you know, a, a, a quote-unquote successful family life if you don't have those two? And how do you operate your business without those two? So for me, those are the two that I prioritize the most. Okay. Managing a household and business can be demanding. How do you maintain work-life balance and self-care to stay at your best in both areas? Listen, <laughs> if I could go get a bottle or something right now, I would tell you that, but no, seriously. <laughs> so I, um, I have a lot. Of, <laughs> I have a lot of help. So for the last a little over ten years, my in-laws have lived with me. So my husband's parents have lived with us for a little over ten years. So I've had a lot of help to be able to build how I've been able to build um, because we didn't have to worry. Like at first, we used to have. Um, a nanny and my in-laws moved in and we did have different nannies along the way and um one of them became so close to us oh my gosh when she had to leave to be closer to her family in pennsylvania it was just so bad and we couldn't find anybody that was you know um nowhere near close to her like we're still like family like she comes and visits us for the holidays and everything and stays with us and all of that but um, so I've had I've had help. You know what I mean? Like my my parents, we live. Um, we're all in Maryland, right? So if my parents, if I need them, whatever, we've just had help. So that's how I've been able to manage per se. Um, there have been times where we've had a nanny, we've had um, our cleaning people. You know, my husband has had a chef for me. At times, you know, like that. And I'm telling you guys this because it's okay to pay people to do stuff. Okay. I don't have to be a superwoman. You know, like I don't have to cook every day and clean all the time and do less stuff. I'm okay paying for somebody to clean my house. I'm okay. Listen, my, I told my, we're going to have a, I want a chef to be here every day. Okay. For breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like, that's my ultimate, like, that's one of my goals in life is to have a chef because I got into cooking and Pinterest was my best friend, right? And um, this was like during the pandemic. I really started cooking, but it takes a lot of time, like, to prep. 
Um, it takes like it takes a lot of time to prep your food and you know do all this stuff. And I personally would rather spend that time with my family. You know what I'm saying? Instead of being in the kitchen. Like my family likes me cooking. Like they love me cooking, and I enjoy it. But I'd rather pay somebody and me watching TV with my family while they cook. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just how I feel. So it's one of my mentors told me that a long time ago. He said, "Make money, make money to pay people to do the things you don't want to do." So for all of you, for all of your listeners that are working hard, you're working hard anyway. If you're working hard. Put some money to the side to pay people to do stuff you really don't want to do so you can do more of the things you love to do. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love spending time with my family. So if I can pay someone to like my husband and I, so now we like do laundry together. I wash everything, do everything. I bring them to the room and he helps fold and everybody comes to get their clothes. Like we make it like a big thing now. But if we didn't have to do that. Okay wouldn't you know what i'm saying like i don't pay somebody to do that you know what i mean but we just do it together <laughs> i i have been able to manage stuff by having help and making money and paying people to do things that i don't necessarily want to do and i also when i really need time by myself i take it and i don't feel bad about it so my mm-hmm. husband to send me to a hotel. Okay. So I go to a hotel and I just stay there by myself. There's no TV. I never even turn the TV on. I have four kids and my husband. My house is always kind of noisy. So I don't even turn the TV on. I like stripping down. I'm always covered up at home because my in-laws are here. My kids, you know what I'm saying? So I'll just strip down, I'll order some DoorDash or room service yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. and I just relax. And then after a while, I started asking for two nights, okay? So some days I would get two nights, and I like doing it on the, <laughs> I like doing it like Saturday night, Sunday night. So Monday morning, my husband would take care of the kids. I wouldn't have to do anything. So I started doing that too. So, and then this lady, mm-hmm. partners, she told me that she was. I asked her one time, like, "How do you like give me a secret for your successful marriage?" Right? I always ask couples that, and she said, "Well, I started taking weekends for myself." I'm like, "A weekend?" And she would travel like out of state somewhere. So I'm like. So I went to Atlanta one um last February, last February, I think it was January, February, and I did a weekend trip by myself where I have friends there, family there, my line sisters there for my sorority. And I just had a weekend to myself. I got a hotel. It had this lake. And it was just, I was just there. 
And do you know that weekend when I was there, that's when God really spoke to me about W3. And that's really when I made a decision mm -hmm. to go for it. It was that weekend when I was by myself in that hotel with that lake view. And I was just by myself. And here's all that happened from that weekend. W3, the W3 network, all of it. You know, so that's how I really, you know, manage everything with help. And, you know, when I need to take time to myself, I'm not afraid to say it. I don't feel bad about it. Like I do that for Mother's Day just about every year mm -hmm. if I can. Like this time I didn't because we were away for baseball for my son. But normally I get a hotel room. I get away from mm -hmm. my class. I'll see my kids during the day. Like we might have breakfast. They might give me a little gift and then I'm out. I don't want to be on duty that day. <laughs> I don't. So, so that's what I do. That's that's how I do self care and all that's that stuff. That's, that's how but, I do. Sometimes, if I can't get away, like for those of you that can't really do that, I just close my bathroom door and I take a bath. I have a candle on. I have Pandora on. I have a glass of wine, and I just stay in there for a while. I need it. I need it. And mm -hmm. so that's just what I have to do. Because you you need it. You need to get away from everything at times. So that's how I do it. And now my like my husband, Man. you know, like we're in, I'm in a season where my you know the different love languages, right? So my love language has changed over time. And in this season right here. My love language is acts of service. Number one. Okay. All the other stuff. I, I love all of us love all the love languages, but that's my number one right now. Acts of service. And I will take it. I'll take everything. You know, I'll take you helping out with everything. And it's just what I need. And he has recognized that. So I'm very, very thankful that he has really um, shifted, you know, towards my love languages shifting during this time. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's dope. Yep. That's dope. Man, I tip my hat off to you because I'm not going to last uh, a night without my babies. Okay. Girl, I'm not going to last no weekend. Um, it's not happening. I'm <laughs> telling you. Okay? Even when I leave out of here to go for a quick run, it's quick. I'm beating the pavement up to get back home. Okay? And I, I'm, I'm a, I can be transparent for why I'm possibly like that. I've been on my own for so long right i've had those times of free i'm at the hotels doing what i want want, want you know so it's like that's old news for me now mm -hmm. i want my babies to be there with me even when i'm traveling for my business mm -hmm. they're there my daughter's there she's with her nanny when i'm finished the nanny is finished too bye <laughs> you know I would be in there in that room trying to figure out what to do with myself. 
So I tip my hat to you on your self-care and everyone else that it works for. But for me, mm-hmm. I got to be with them babies. My wife and my daughter, I have to be right there. <laughs> Woo. Not me. It's terrible. Me. I know. Get me out of here. Get me. <laughs> I, need, I need some time. Time to myself. <sighs> even even grandma drop-offs. Okay. When the grandmother, she'd be like, oh yeah, I'm ready to come get her. I'm like, you know, other moms is like, hooray. I'm like, ugh. Listen, if we and she we just ready, off, you, oh, I'm going to grandma's house. If, we, if I drop off or if we out of town or something, I don't even, call, I don't even call to check on my kids. Okay, I know they are fine. They are with somebody that we trust. I'm not even calling for what? You know, my dad. My, so my dad did this to me though because. He, my kids would, used to go to his house and I would call and check. And he's like, why do you keep calling? Like, they're fine. Like, you don't have to keep calling here. They're with your dad. You know, like, so I'm like, okay. So I, my husband be like, how the kids do? I'm like, I don't know. I ain't calling. You know, like, I'm sure they're fine. Nobody's called us. They're good. <laughs> so Man. It's okay. Mm. And you know, like you said, you know they're safe, you know, yes. But I'm the crybaby. As soon as she get out the car, I'm crying. Mm-mm. I'm all that. Not me. <laughs> Woo. See you. Okay, so what advice would you give to aspiring female entrepreneurs? I know you dropped some gems, but who are also mothers and looking to build their own successful business their own -hmm. I would just say ask for help you know as a as a mom a lot of times we just make things happen right and so when you are trying to build something and you like you need help it's okay to ask for help you're not weak by asking for help okay you have to get out of that mindset because when you have a team, when you have a support system, even if it's how I remember trying to build my business when my oldest was in her car seat, I would take my daughter to meetings with me, have her in a room while somebody from my team would watch her. And I would go out and do like presentations and stuff because I we were building in home meetings and stuff. But I would ask for help. I enrolled my team to help me you know i enrolled my mom to help me like when you enroll other people in your vision people will just help you you have no idea who will just want to help you fulfill your vision and support your children like just as that is that is the biggest piece of advice i can give because as a mom but just as a woman period we make stuff happen that's what we do but you don't have to do it alone and a lot of times we try and you get burnt out you feel like you're not taking care of yourself and if you're not good you're not going to be good for your children your family or your business like you have to take care of yourself you have to have energy to pour into your business into your family you have to take care of yourself so you have to ask for help. It is okay. That's why 
you know, platforms like this, platform like the W3 Network. It's so many different platforms out here where you can connect with other people, like-minded people, and you can tap into different resources and get different people that will be a part of your support system, your village, as you say, where you never have to do everything on your own, okay? So when you collaborate with other people, mm -hmm. like you have no idea what kind of resources you're really tapping into when you have these different connections and collaborations with other people. So my biggest piece of advice to anyone that's trying to start and they are a mom, and just ask for help. Wherever you feel like you need help, ask for help. Even if it's, you know, to take, you know, asking somebody to do some you know, work for you to earn some extra money to pay someone to take care of your laundry. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever the case may be, just ask. My husband has told me that so long. Like, just ask. Just ask. Just, just ask. Just ask for what you want. Or tell people what you want. And people will do it. So just don't be afraid to well, don't hold just regret from asking for help. It doesn't feel weakness. That shows that you really want this. And you know that you need help to do it because you want to take care of yourself. You want to still be a good mom. You still want to be a good spouse. You still want to be a good businesswoman. It's showing people that you're serious by asking for help instead of feeling like you're weak. So that's that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Man, I love when a torch mom comes in and drops gems. I love it. Yeah. Listen. Thank you so much for sharing that with our listeners. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of course. You know, like I know a lot of your listeners are trying to figure it out. A lot of us are. I'm still trying to figure things out. But the thing about it, you have to figure it out on your own. Because there are a lot of other people like me. And when you get to connect with people and collaborate with people, you realize that a lot of us, no matter no matter our age, our race, our religion, you know, our background, a lot of us have the same desires inside and wants inside mm -hmm. where we can tap into each other so that we can go for it, you know, so... You don't have to figure everything out on your own. You don't have to get burnt out. You can still have self-care. You can still, you know, be a good parent. You can still have a business. You can still be at the top of your game in your corporate world. Like, whatever it is that you want to do, you can do it. But you do not have to do it by yourself. Yeah. As for the help, closed mouths don't get fed. Just ask. And listen, and before well, we now, let me just tell all of you that are listening. I am a huge believer in prayer. And the one major prayer that I have been praying lately is just as simple, okay? All I say is, Lord, connect me with the right people. 
Lord, connect me with the right people. Because everybody aren't, there aren't your people. Okay? They're not the right people for you. You need to pray for the right people. And I'm telling you, ever since I've started praying that prayer, the right people have been coming into different spaces for me so that, you know, I look, I was on my way home from Atlanta last week, two weeks ago. Um, it was our homecoming, Morgan State's homecoming. And listen, so I always talk about spirit, right? I always say I never buy a seat on spirit because they don't give me a window or out. Well, this time, they gave me a window seat. So I'm like, dang, I'm always talking about they don't do this. Do I want to change it or I'm going to stay? I decided I'm going to keep this seat. Well, I go to my seat. Somebody's there. They got on a Morgan State sweatshirt. I'm like, oh, I went to Morgan. You going home for homecoming, blah, 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 you know. So I sit in the middle. I'm talking mm -hmm. to the guy. And I say, well, what do you do? He says, I'm a television producer. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm like, wow. So I got to connect with him and ask him, could we have a meeting so I could pick his brain? So, because we're working on a distribution deal for the show. So I'm like, okay, God. And when I was getting off the plane, one of my husband's four brothers was a row behind us who I was telling him like a couple of weeks ago, I wanted to connect with him because he's a director or something like TV director in Atlanta as well. And he's worked like on um, some of Tyler Perry shows. So he was on the plane. When we were getting off, he was like, hey, what's going on? So got off the plane. I'm asking him, you know, um, you know, what's up with work? Because, you know, they had the writer strike and everything. And we were talking. I'm like, man, I need to, you know, sit down with you, pick your brain. He's like, yeah, we got a studio and everything. I want you to come by so you can see this. See? So I just been double saying, time. I'm like, Lord, connect me with the right people. So I encourage all of you to just say that prayer every day. Every day. I mean, I could go on and on about the people that I've been connected to that don't even have to do with business. Even though I was looking at it that way, that God has connected me with some different people with different parts of my life as well. And I didn't even realize it. But I've just been praying that prayer. So I can encourage you guys to do that every day. Just include that in the daily prayers. Lord, connect me with the right people. And let's see how things change for you. Yes. And shoot her a DM, send her a message, and let her know how it works out for you. Yeah, please. That would be super dope for you to, to hear about, right? Yeah, yeah. God is awesome. So I can't help but <laughs> talk about him. I can't help but to tell people to do that because that has been, you know, um, my major source for everything. So if you can just, just pray that prayer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Send me a direct message. Let me know how things have changed for you since you started doing that. And I would, I mean, I would love to hear the stories. I would love it because I know just how amazing God is. So yeah. Hope that helps you guys. Mm -hmm. Yep. I hope it helps 
them too. And I'm definitely going to put it in my prayers as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Now it's time for the spicy side of Torch Talk. Before we dive into these thought-provoking questions about relationships and intimacy, I want to remind everyone that this podcast aims to foster open and honest conversations. Our guest today has kindly agreed to discuss these intimate topics. Please note that discussing sensitive subjects requires mutual respect and consent. So we've created a comfortable and safe space for our conversation. If at any point, Chanel, you feel uncomfortable, remember that you have the option to skip question. With that being said, let's explore these important aspects of personal growth and relationships together. So for my first question, how did you maintain your own sexual identity and prioritize your own pleasure after becoming a mother? Hmm. So I am, I would say I am very big on intimacy. I am very big on that. I think it's very important. And um, I think I have made that a priority because I feel like it's needed with the day-to-day that goes into being a parent and not losing, I guess, your sexuality. So... Thankfully, I have been in a relationship or a marriage where that was never compromised. Like it was never, it never changed. So it's just always been a number one thing. My mom, my mom asked me uh, not too long ago, she was like, so... (laughs) What do you think, you know, is the number one thing that allows you to have a happy marriage? And I was like, oh, we have a lot of sex. And she was like, oh, okay. Then. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that, that was easy. You know, like. That was easy. It's just a number. It's just a. It's a priority. I think um, it's necessary. It's necessary for me because that's I like it. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. so I've just been in a space where that just was never an issue per se. So I don't I don't really have anything where I've had to like do anything out of the norm to maintain it, maintain my you know, sexuality or anything, my identity, my sexual, anything since becoming a mom. It's just kind of, 
you know, been the same way, you know, thankfully. But, yeah. you know, we have, um, yeah, that's all, that's that's what I would say. Because, and I'm with a, a spout, my husband, that's like his love language. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to do nothing else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like for him, he could go, he could go without like the, uh, like um access service and words of affirmation and all that stuff as long as there is physical touch there it's all good you know so so yeah i don't think i've had to um that's just never been an issue for me thankfully it just hasn't amazing amazing Next question. What are some creative ways you found to keep the romance alive in your relationship after having kids? Hmm, toys. <laughs> um, <laughs> like different places. Um, we like, um, like, let's say going to a hotel and acting like we just met. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we just mm -hmm. do like do different stuff. You know what I mean? Or whether it's, you know, pulling over in the car somewhere and having sex, you know, like whatever, like just doing different stuff, just not in the house or, you know what I mean? Like outside of here. Because it's just so yeah. much here. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, I would say um, being creative and stuff like that. But um, my girlfriend, one of my girlfriends put me on to this one toy. And then I started exploring different ones. And I'm like, okay, so we got to try this. We got to okay. try this. <laughs> and so, so, yeah. So, we and then so I had this lady um that i know she's with um she's a um representative for what is that candy coated candy coated nights and you know candy bearers has a um a toy line oh you yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so she but it's like a network marketing business yeah and so she's a distributor for it so i was like looking at stuff and i was telling i was like how do you know, like I want to you know order some stuff? She's like, okay, well, if you want to be discreet, I'll give you um somebody's number, like their ID number. I was like, give me your number, you know, like I don't care. Listen, I like <laughs> are we grown here? You know what I'm saying? So right. yeah, so I so I've started exploring that and I've been turning my husband on to stuff like that. So yeah. I like all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> keep it spicy. Keep it spicy. That's what you mm -hmm. gotta do. You gotta keep it spicy. I agree with yeah. you. I definitely, like you said, get outside of here. I like mm -hmm. to explore the outside world. You know? Yeah. Get definitely. out of here. Let's go somewhere else. So, yeah, that's... Mm -hmm. um. I try to do creative stuff like that, but just introducing him, actually introducing him to different stuff, you know, like going to the different stores and picking out stuff and, you know, just mm -hmm. trying stuff, see what you like, see what you don't, you know, because you don't know. 
Mm-hmm. And going to the going to the store with your spouse is is super crazy because you get to see how they're going to look while you're in the store at certain things that you pointing out, right? <laughs> yeah, I was. Um, we went. I think it's so funny. We went, one, we went to one, and he was like, "I am not as because I was like, well, ask them like to refer like referral like give us a referral or something." He's like, "I'm not asking this guy about a referral, or whatever." I was like. Well, I will, you know what I mean? But it was just so different, I guess, for him. For me, it was not a big deal. So I'm just like, you know, thinking like, so what do you like? You know, like, what would you prefer? Like, what would you, you know, so. But then you just start looking around and you try something. You're like, oh, this wasn't all that. Let's try something else. Oh, oh, yeah, we like this, you know. So it's just, it's just exploring. And we have a very... um fun relationship i would say so yeah it's um just keep it fun yeah what's one um aspect of your sexuality or desires that you felt hesitant to express as a mom i never really looked at me being a mom to be to make me feel different or to make me think I needed to be different or to like, because I'm a mom, I shouldn't do different things or I shouldn't like certain things anymore or I shouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, I've just never, that's just a part of who I am. That's just one part of who I am. You know what I'm saying? Me being a mom. So just because I'm a mom don't mean I can't like, sex like I can't like doing stuff you know what I'm saying like I can't like dress in a certain way when I'm out of the country you know what I'm saying like I like I don't care like I I know there's a time and place for different things but that's just just one part of who I am so I never really looked at okay now I'm a mom I can't do this I can't do that or I shouldn't do this or shouldn't do that no I'm I never looked at it like that. I don't know if it's because I am married. You know what I mean? And I'm always doing different stuff with him. I don't know. But I just never looked at being a mom as something that had to, I guess, tone me down, I guess. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. I'm spicy, and I'm I'm a mom, and it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Look, and I tell my husband all the time, be like, "See, we got all these kids because you just couldn't stay off me." But I'm just a mom. It's just a part of who I am, you know, and it just doesn't. For me, it just never, it never changed things that I liked or anything when it comes to that. Like, why? I don't know why people, maybe, you know, I never, and to my husband too, is someone who has just always loved me and how, even though my body is different, you know what I'm saying? Um, Then it was pre four kids, Mm -hmm. you know, but he still loves every inch of me and you know like it just I've never had that insecurity or anything or you know so 
it's just what it is. So, yeah, I don't think that has really changed me at all. Just having that title as mom. You got to own it, girl. Like, you got to be who you are. <laughs> don't don't let that don't let that change you or if society is telling you that you know what was that um who was the oh kiki palmer when it was like you a mother you know when she was just like that i was like what so mm -hmm. my husband never my husband he'd be like yeah where yeah he'd be like where that you know so <laughs> okay he did he does. He know who I'm coming yeah. home to. So it's yeah. all good. Thank you, honey. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience? Is there anyone you'd like to give flowers to before we close out? I mean, you know, the because of the types of questions that you like we've been answering and talking about and everything um you know i really thank you know my mom number one because we started off talking about you know like my upbringing and all of that and my mom was a teenage mom you know what i'm saying and she you know raised me i feel like i've turned out great um, for her to be, um, you know, so young and, you know, going through like separation and divorce with my dad. And um, even though I said I learned about things that I didn't want to do and all that, like, I, you know, want to definitely, um, you know, give flowers to my mom, you know, because being a mom, especially at that young age, that's that's a big deal. Like she was determined not to, you know, drop out of school. You know, she's a Western girl. I'm a Western girl. And she was determined not to, um, you know, drop out or anything. And she had her village. Um, my dad was young too, but she did what she needed to do for me. You know, she always, you know, works to provide and, you know, all of that good stuff. So definitely want to give her flowers and, um, you know, and my husband, like I, you know, I get like asked to speak on stuff and talk about different accomplishments and all that, but he's really, you know, been like the backbone of Chanel Burt, you know, like he said, it's so funny because he'll say, I'm just Mr. Chanel Burt now, but because of his support, um, <laughs> allowed me to be able to do all the things that I've done because my husband, he has really built something where I don't, uh, I really don't have to do anything. You know what I mean? Like he's built something where he provides for our family, the money that I make, I can do whatever I want with, like I get to take care of my parents with it. I get to just do whatever I put it into my business, whatever. So I don't have to do all that I'm doing, um, but he believes in me. You know, he believes in me. He's my biggest cheerleader. He will support me. He will step up and do things at home for me. Like he'll just do the stuff. He He's my quote unquote assistant for W3, but that's only when he feel like it. <laughs> he be like, I'm not doing that. So it's <laughs> But I do. <laughs> well, I definitely 
have to thank him because it's really because of all that he does that I'm able to do all that I want to do, you know? So Mm -hmm. I would say, I would definitely say him as well. And that allows me to um, build a platform, you know, for other women. And it's very important to me. He knows that. And, you know, he's just in it with me, behind me, beside me, all of that. And to take care of our, you know, family, all that good stuff. It's a lot. And I know I'm not doing it by myself. So when we said, like, how do I manage and all that stuff, I'm not doing it by myself. And I'm not trying to. Mm-hmm. I don't want mm-hmm. to. I don't want to do it by myself. I'm not okay. that one that's the man. I don't need it. No, I need you. I look, I tell him, like, I need you. I'm not trying to do it myself. So mm-hmm. definitely want to thank them. But once again, kudos to you, you know, for really starting this and um developing this over time and i can't wait to see how this is really going to unfold for you because moms need this moms need to be recognized mom moms need to share their voice and their story for other people to relate especially when they're out building something or they're out climbing the ladder or they're out there doing their philanthropy work or anything that they're doing even if they are a boss at home like people need to hear that yeah. and so you know, once again, you know, kudos to you for being a for stepping out and doing this and whatever you felt like was calling you, you know, for you to do this. I'm glad you just went ahead and did it, even if it wasn't perfect at first. So I appreciate you and thank you for having me on here for your listeners. And I hope anything that I say can help um, from growing up to like to have sex. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? But hey, it's all good. It's all a part of who I am. And, you know, um, and I, love all, I love all parts of who I am as well. And that's, that's why I'm me. You know, so it's exciting. It's exciting yeah. to see this and I'm excited to be on here. And yeah. Thank you so much, Chanel, for giving us the opportunity to share space with you. We truly appreciate your time and energy. I appreciate your kind words again, and that will definitely help me on the days that I'm feeling some type of way to keep on going. So I definitely appreciate that so much. Just keep going. We need you to keep going. People need you. People you don't even know yet need you to keep going. And that I will. Thank you. Thank you. Negativity is forbidden and energy is power. Didn't have a backstage pass to check out the live stream. It will be available for viewing on our YouTube channel. So be sure to like, subscribe, and share. If you have experiences or questions to share, send us an email to the Torch Mom Podcast at gmail.com. 
Follow us on Instagram at the Torch Mom Podcast. Remember, everything you desire, you already have. We love you. Stay Torch. <laughs>